If you are breathing through each day and flowing with love, abundance and joy while being aware of the reality of the massive transformation we're in, I want to congratulate you and thank you for holding the light for the rest of us. Now, a number of people I listen to you know, every other day and respect are saying that we're in a period of initiation. And like any initiation, it challenges us to step up, to break through what we haven't managed to break through before, to go through a massive transformation personally and planetary. Well, I can say honestly that the past few weeks have felt like that for me. I've been challenged like I've never been challenged before. Hence the gaps in me recording the podcast episodes, and I do apologise for that. We're also entering potentially an intolerable phase of that initiation for the whole of the planet. How do we choose love, joy, happiness and forgiveness when we're moving through such unprecedented times from darkness to light? How do we stay strong and resilient when we're being tested so that we break through to a wisdom and power for each of us to own that we could never have anticipated? What will you choose over the next month? Where can you find support and resources? That's what I explore in this episode, as well as letting you know how I am choosing to really step up and support you through this next phase. If you find the episode of value, please do like, subscribe and share. It helps me stay consistent and it helps the podcast get noticed. All the resources and links that I mention in this episode, you can find in the show notes. And I just want to thank you for taking the time out to listen. It really means a lot to me. So let's dive in to this week's episode of the Choosing Happy podcast. Hello and welcome to the Choosing Happy podcast. I'm Heather Masters and in this week's podcast, I'm having a look at what we can do to stay positive and stay focused when life becomes intolerable. If you're breezing through each day and you're flowing with love, abundance and joy while being aware of the reality of the world, so what is intolerable? I think intolerable, you know, our level of tolerance is individual to everyone. What you've coped with before is an indication of the potential that you can cope with in the future. And yet there are still times when something that potentially should be easy becomes intolerable. And some things because we haven't experienced them for such a long time, can throw us off our course. I live in the northeast of England, and a couple of weeks ago now, we were hit by a storm. It's really about, you know, 10 days. And it took out the electricity 
for over 300,000 people. It brought massive destruction to forests and trees. We lost hundreds and hundreds of trees. It brought snow and freezing conditions. For us in the village I live in, the electricity went off at 8pm on a Friday evening and it didn't come back until Wednesday evening. And for the first night, it was kind of fun. We were lighting candles and huddling under throws with my dogs and reading a book on Kindle while I still had battery left. And ironically, the book I was reading was about a snowstorm which trapped people in a library. So it was interesting reading that at the same time of being in those conditions. I'd eaten, I'd drink lots of water so I didn't need any hot drinks and the house was still warm even though the heating was no longer working. So I felt quite comfortable with the situation. I wasn't anticipating any long-term consequences. I wasn't anticipating of days without electricity. And when I look around the world at the moment, I think there's a majority of people who are in this stage of awareness, who haven't really woken up to the enormity of the situation of what's happening at the moment. And in the coming weeks, they may not have any other choice than to awaken and see what's happening. So on the Friday evening, I went to bed quite snug, but when I got up the following morning, it was below zero. And as I said, my heating doesn't work without electricity, even though it's um, oil-based. So there's no heating. There's no way to cook. My phone, even though it's a landline, was digital. There's no mobile signal anyway, and all the mobile masts were down. So there was nothing. I couldn't plug in my PCs. I had some battery left on the laptop, so I decided to keep that for the evening after I'd walked my dogs and I'd seen the destruction of the trees I sat and considered what was the likelihood that this was long term and what was the impact on me if it was without having anything to cook with and having limited heating and I felt it was pretty intolerable in that moment sitting considering that nothing worked without electricity and even though I had prepared a little bit I had a store of food I could use I was running through my head around what would happen if the electricity was off so long that the food in the freezer defrosted my fridge didn't work what was the long-term effect? And in addition to this, we have a water problem in the village at the moment. So the tap water is officially undrinkable without boiling it. So there's a few kind of issues around all of that. And I sat and I pondered and I realised I had a choice. I had a choice to get up, get on with it make things work, ask for help in the community, offer help in the community 
and just get through the next five days. And that's what I did. And the point of this story is that I think we all have choices and days where things become intolerable. I think this initiation phase will be pushing individuals to breaking point. And that's the, the whole purpose. Do you break or do you move forward? Do you break or do you grow? And the option for most of us is to grow, to choose that growth, to grow, choose that moving forward, that positivity. Back to my experience, I borrowed a camping stove from my neighbours. They were extremely supportive. They made me a coffee and I warmed up in front of their log burner and I felt so much better. You know, I'd been so angry and frustrated because I felt I should have been better prepared. And I went to bed that night under extra blankets and an, another quilt. And it turned out to be the coldest night of the year with sub-zero temperatures. And getting out of bed was like having a Wim Hof cold shower. And I was actually grateful that that's something I'd been doing because it wasn't such a shock of an experience. So we had five cold days, my freezer defrosted, and as each day passed, it became a little bit more challenging to be positive and not to be despondent. It was interesting because it really was about the basics, going back to survival, about shoveling coal, making sure there was heat, exercising, making sure I had food and plenty of water borrowing hot water from next door so that I could wash my dishes and wash myself. Though often I was washing myself in the freezing cold water, keeping up with the Wim Hof idea. I learned a lot during those five days. I learned a lot about myself, about my level of tolerance, about my mindset, about the negative chatter, about the negative view that I sometimes hold being stuck in the problem. I also learnt five major points, which I think it's important to share about anything. It's been better prepared practically, making sure I have food, shelter, heat, light, water, money, barterability and community. And I think the community part is really important, whether it's family, friends, or your neighbours, having a resource to turn to when you really do need help. Number two for me was to swallow my ego and my expectations about how I'm supposed to cope or how this is supposed to go and to focus on moving forward, focus on doing what I can in this moment with the resources that I have and just moving forward step by step and trusting that the universe has my back. Number three was, again, swallowing my ego and not being afraid to ask for help. It's something that I know I struggle to do and I asked for help. I got lots of support. Number four, don't be afraid to offer help. 
the things that I could offer were things like radios with batteries because I don't particularly listen to the radio anymore. And just little things like food and biscuits. And number five, as I said earlier, learn and grow each step of the way. Not just mentally and spiritually, but physically as well. Keep up the physical activity. Whether you're feeling low, whether you're feeling scared, physical activity moves that energy through your body, moves that emotion. And especially if you're cold, I know one of the things that I felt like doing was just curling up in a ball and sleeping all day, hibernating. And actually physically moving about was much better for me, both mentally, spiritually and physically. And know you can overcome this, that this too shall pass. I know it may seem a simple example, and I know there is so much more going on in the world. And like you, I'm dealing with all of that too. I'm dealing with the relationships with family and friends changing. I'm dealing with losing people that I love. I'm dealing with all of the nonsense that's being put out. And I think for me, it's about taking responsibility for myself because at the end of the day, five days without electricity, without heat, it really reminded me of what's important, of appreciating the simple things, the survival level things that matter for not just your own self-care, but for the community around you. I was really cognizant of the old people, the infirm, those who needed medical care and attention, who relied on machines to keep them alive. I cared for my parents for four years and I just know how I would have struggled in these conditions. I'm just so grateful that everyone seemed to get through it okay in the village. As we walk deeper, into the darkness of the next few weeks, shining our light for the world. I have been prompted to commit to a higher level, to showing up more. One of the things I really did get from this five days is the importance of there being support, there being a place you can go. I'm at last launching my community to support those who are struggling at this time. And from tomorrow, Tuesday, I'll be posting seven-minute podcasts and videos. And they're intended to motivate and inspire, but also help with any issues that you have. So please do comment and write to me if there's anything that you have questions about or would like me to cover. I'm also going to host a, a weekly Zoom call of updates, tips and resources to help you. And again, knowing what you need help with will obviously help with the value that I can deliver. I'm reviewing my Patreon account. I'm linking it to Discord so that there's a community chat link to it. But I will also be setting up the community on Kajabi as well. 
any donations and proceeds I receive will allow me to invest in the resources to support you going forward and support people who need this type of support. And I thank you all for your generosity in advance. I'm putting together a PDF on survival tips, just really simple things that you can do. I mean, it was a really big learning experience for me. And I think it's be useful to share some of the things I did learn from a practical position. I'm recording a crypto training course this week as crypto becomes more and more important to our economic systems as we go forward. Please do contact me with any questions or comments or anything that I can help with and make sure I'm delivering valuable content for you that's relevant and that really, really helps. My whole intention is to help support, raise the vibration and hold the light as we go through the darkness of the next few weeks. So please like, share and subscribe to the podcast because that helps me keep going. It would be great if you could drop a few positive reviews as well because that helps the podcast get seen. And thank you so much for listening today. I appreciate you and I hope to see you in the next episode of the Choosing Happy Podcast. <laughs>